This is Julie D. from NordoniaHills.News. The Cleveland Sports Show starts now. Hello everyone, happy Friday, and a happy Friday it is indeed, Feel Good Friday. Um, welcome to another edition of the Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, unfortunately, Andrew wasn't able to make it um, with us today, so this will be um, a little bit shorter episode, um, unfortunately, but... Nonetheless, we have a lot to talk about in terms of the NBA and Cleveland Indians and a lot of soccer uh, stuff as well coming your way. Um, but before we get to that, I want to get to my sports fact of the week, where it's actually, um, today is of course um, March 8th, and actually only two years ago, um, March 8th in 2017, um, the plane carrying the University of Michigan's men's basketball team um, it slides off the runway at the Willow Run Airport in Ypsilanti Township um, of Michigan. All the passengers um, escape unharmed, but the plane is damaged, and the Wolverines will arrive for their first round game of the Big Ten basketball tournament tomorrow in Washington, D.C., only 90 minutes before the tip-off and defeat the Illinois Fighting Illini. Um, it's 75-55, so a 20-point uh, win um, for the Wolverines. And the Wolverines, in fact, play in their f- practice uniforms because their regular jerseys are still on the damaged aircraft. Um, a number eight seed, Michigan, will win four games in four days to win the tournament championship. In the NCAA tournament, the team will win twice to re- reach um, the Sweet 16. So definitely a huge, huge, um, you know, discussion of really overcoming obstacles. Really showing that, you know, you know, Michigan... Fine, they didn't have their jerseys, their glamorous jerseys. That doesn't matter. They're still going to go out and compete. Really just a very inspirational story. Um, definitely something um, to really influence us and keep our hopes going, um, especially with the, you know, the goals and determinations that we have in life. So definitely an awesome fact and an awesome story to go along with that fact as well. So great uh, to have these uh, facts every week. And now we're going to get into some fun soccer. The Champions League is still underway. The second leg just concluded. And the matches from this past week included Ajax Amsterdam defeating um, Real Madrid by a final score of 4-1. to one. Um, Tottenham barely grabbed a um, victory against Borussia Dortmund by a final score of one to nothing. Porto defeated Roma um, by a final score of 3-1, to and then um, Man United defeated, Manchester United, that is, defeated Paris Saint-Germain, or as they are known, PSG, by a final score of 3-1, to and then Manchester United won that aggregate um, due to away goals. And then some of the upcoming matches for this week, this upcoming week, that is, in the Premier League, Manchester City and Schalke 4 will um, face off uh, this upcoming Tuesday. Juventus and Atletico Madrid, two powerhouses um, of European soccer in Spain and Italy, will take the field um, Tuesday as well. And then Bayern Munich and Liverpool, um, who LeBron has actually a stake in, Liverpool FC, will take um, will take on Bayern Munich um, this upcoming on Wednesday. And then at that same time on Wednesday, Barcelona and Lyon um, will face off in the Champions League. Stay with us on Champions League news because we have definitely have a lot to cover, um, especially when um, the fi- it gets around to final time in the UEFA Champions League. Stay tuned for that. And more in the soccer news, 
the MLS just kicked off this upcoming weekend, and more specifically, the Columbus Crew will be taking on the uh, will be taking on the uh, New England Revolution tomorrow at two, and then they'll um, face FC Dallas before. Uh, after that, they'll face uh, Philadelphia Union, then take on the defending champions Atlanta United, and then once again um, face New England on the sixth of April. And more marquee matches this week in the MLS include Chicago taking on Orlando City. As I mentioned before, New England and Columbus will be facing off. Real Salt Lake and uh, Vancouver will be taking will be uh, playing as well tomorrow. And then this upcoming Sunday, NYCFC and DC United will face off. Sporting Kansas City and Philadelphia, Atlanta United and FC Cincinnati, as well as Los Angeles FC and Portland. Now that concludes our soccer news for this week. Now let's get into some NBA talk, really the cream of the show here. And let's start it off, of course, with the Cleveland Cavaliers, who suffered defeat this past Wednesday against the Brooklyn Nets by a final score of 107-103. to Cavaliers, although they lost, I will say, doing much better in these third quarters. This week, they defeated um, the Nets in the third quarter by a final score of 35-25. to However, in the fourth quarter, could not hold on as they were outscored by 11. Uh, Brooklyn led in the fourth quarter by as many as 16. Cavs were able to cut it. However, it was all too little, too late, as the Brooklyn Nets, now 34-33 and on the season, really looking sharp and really have a chance for that playoff push. This past Wednesday, David Nwaba, who really is one of our players of the week this week, had one of his best games, if not his best game of the entire season, with 22 points in 20 minutes, 9 of 13 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3-point range, 60%, a rebound and assist, and a steal as well. David Nwaba really got it done last night, and so did, uh, or excuse me, two nights ago, and so did Larry Nance Jr., who's been putting up about a solid 9 to 10 points a game this season. He balled out in Brooklyn this past Wednesday. In 33 minutes, he had 17 points, 6 of 10 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3-point range, 10 miraculous rebounds, 3 assists, and 4 steals as well. The Cavs uh, stand 14th in the NBA's Eastern Conference at 16-49, and 49, a horrendous 16-49. and 49. But hey, you could be the Knicks and you could be 13-52. and 52. I think I'll take 16-49. and 49. Um, against 13 and 52 any day of the week. The Cavs are 6 and 25 on the road and 10 and 24 um, on their home court at the queue. The upcoming games for the Cavaliers include tonight Dwayne Wade's final matchup against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, this is his farewell tour, Dwayne Wade's farewell tour, and he will be saying farewell to the Cavs tonight as he will be playing his final game against them and then the Toronto Raptors will come to the queue on this upcoming Monday to face the Cavs the very next day after that the Cavaliers will head to Philadelphia who will um, be looking to take on the Philadelphia 76ers um, at the Wells Fargo Center 76ers have been sensational at home especially um, against teams from the Western Conference and they've been dominating teams from the Eastern Conference as well However, they did lose to the Chicago Bulls this past Wednesday by uh, 107 to 108. 
and Jimmy Butler's return to Chicago as a Philadelphia 76er. Um, so maybe the Cavs hopefully be able to get some momentum, especially off of the fact that they have already won in Philadelphia this season as well. This Thursday, then, they'll head to Orlando to take on the Magic before wrapping up their three-game road trip in Dallas against the Mavericks and Luka Doncic. Now, let's talk about the Los Angeles Lakers, everyone. First of all, I want to say a big congratulations to LeBron James, passing Michael Jordan in the NBA's all-time scoring list. Really just another amazing feat accomplished by LeBron Really one of the true greats out there. I mean, you cannot deny his greatness and how we're witnessing history every time this guy steps out on the floor. However, it resulted in another loss on what was really one of the most historic nights for LeBron James. Ended up as another loss for the Los Angeles Lakers in a 115-99 defeat to the Denver Nuggets at home at Staples Center. LeBron in 31 minutes put up 31 points, 13 and 22 from uh, the field, two of seven from three, seven rebounds, seven assists um, to go along with the steal and a block. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we said LeBron was going to activate his playoff mode, and I cannot argue with him um, about him activating his playoff mode as he's putting up 27 points per game, shooting 51% from the field. You know, 34, 35% from three-point range could be a little better. But nonetheless, um, as well as his nine rebounds, his eight assists, he's really finding, he has activated his playoff mode. However, it's the other players. It's the guys like Lonzo Ball who's out. The guys like Brandon Ingram. The guys like Kyle Kuzma that have to be able to step it up. Um, now, I will ask you guys a question. Do you think the Lakers season is officially over? Because... The Lakers are, ladies and gentlemen, in their standings, they are 11th now in the Western Conference at 30 and 35. They've lost four in a row. Um, they're 12 and 20 on the road, then a meager 18 and 15 at home. The Lakers um, are, well, as I said, 30 and 35, a winning percentage of only about 46% now. And I have a question for you guys. What is your prediction for the Lakers? Do you think that LeBron should be shut down? What's going to happen to Luke Walton in his job? A lot of people have been saying that he's mostly just going to coach the UCLA Bruins. Um, who's the other star that Magic Johnson and Rob Palinka are going to get? And how can they get him to LA? And what's LeBron going to do? Um, people have been thinking, you know, these crazy rumors that LeBron might leave LA. You know, he really can't because he has a four-year deal. Let's not forget that. What are your overall predictions for the Lakers? Can they make the playoffs this year? Is their season over? Should LeBron be benched? A lot to discuss this week with uh, the L.A. Lakers. And speaking of the Lakers, um, their schedule, ladies and gentlemen, just does not get any easier. As tomorrow on ABC National Television, we will witness this historic rivalry of the Celtics and Lakers in Los Angeles, Kyrie Irving, and the Celtics, who are 2-0 and on their West Coast road trip so far. I'll get to them in a second here. Um, really flat-out balling right now um, in their last two games. We'll head to Los Angeles to take on LeBron and the Lakers, who desperately, and I mean desperately, need a win because they are well out of the playoff standings right now. And then the Lakers will commence um, a long East Coast road trip. 
as they'll begin in Chicago to take on the Bulls, then head up north, uh, um, north of the border, excuse me, to take on the Toronto Raptors. Then they'll head to Detroit to take on the Pistons. And then um, for a St. Patrick's Day matinee, they'll take on the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden. And then before they head back to Los Angeles, they'll take on Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks, who beat them 131 to 120 in Los Angeles a week ago. As I said before, they head back to LA to take on the Brooklyn Nets. So honestly, if you're the Lakers, you really have to think here. Celtics, that's going to be a tough outing for the Los Angeles Lakers, of course, because these are the Boston Celtics we're talking about. Um, the Bulls should be a manageable game for the Lakers, but we said that about the Suns, and look what happened. Raptors, there's no chance for the Lakers to win that game. Um, Pistons, uh, really 50-50 chance here. I'll most likely give um, a higher chance to the Pistons, given the fact that it's in Detroit at Little Caesars Arena. Um, Lakers should be able to take care of business, business excuse me, against the Knicks. And then the Lakers will definitely um, suffer defeat against the Milwaukee Bucks. Just how... Um, well-oiled them, how uh, well-driven that they are, especially with Coach Mike Budenholzer. The Bucks really um, first place in the Eastern Conference and really hopefully should be able to make some noise in the, um, excuse me, the playoffs as uh, they did defeat last night the Indiana Pacers by a final score of 117-98. to 98. Giannis Antetokounmpo had uh, 29 points. A lot of people think he's the MVP. Do you think Giannis is the MVP? Let me know at Nordonia Sports. I am Darius Sethna. And that concludes our segment on the Los Angeles Lakers. And I said I was going to give you guys um, another update, another analysis. This time we're going to do it on the Boston Celtics. And the reason I want to bring up the Boston Celtics yet again is because they had one of their signature win, best signature wins of the season this past Tuesday night as they walloped, and I mean walloped, the Golden State Warriors in Oakland at Oracle Arena by a final score of 128 to 95. This is the Warriors' worst home loss since 2009. This is their worst home loss in the Steve Kerr era. The Celtics put on an absolute clinic, outscoring the Warriors 41 to 24 in that second quarter. And then um, the Warriors never outscored the Celtics in any quarter. The Celtics won each scoreline by quarter. Kyrie Irving only put in 19 points, 5 rebounds, and 11 assists. Uh, Gordon Hayward had really one of his, I think, his best game of the season. 30 points, 28 minutes, 7 rebounds, and 4 assists. Really just working and outworking the Warriors. And if I'm the Boston Celtics, if I'm Brad Stevens, and I'm thinking, you know, Kyrie Irving, yes, he'll eventually have games that he'll have to get them 40 but there are also times where the Celtics really need him are times like this, when he's putting up 20 points per game, when he's dishing out those assists. He had double-digit assists. When he has double-digit assists and the ball is moving, the ball is flowing for the Celtics, they are obviously a lot more successful. And we're seeing this in their play. Um, the Celtics were able to um, hold on against the Sacramento Kings. Um, the Celtics were able to hold off against the Sacramento Kings. This past Wednesday, um, as Gordon Hay Hayward hit pretty much the game winner with about um, one second left in that game in Sacramento. And as I said, the Celtics will be taking on the Los Angeles Lakers tomorrow at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. It'll be Kyrie versus LeBron. 
on ABC, and the Celtics um, will stay in Los Angeles on Monday to take on the Clippers before they head back to Boston um, for their reuniting match with the Kings, and then that'll be the first of a three-game homestand at TD Garden before they head out to the city of brotherly love in Philadelphia to take on Joel Embiid and the 76ers. Hopefully, Joel will be back by that time. And last but certainly not least, um, some Cleveland Indians sports talk for you guys. Uh, the Cleveland Indians continue their spring training as this past week um, they faced the Oakland Athletics and lost by a score of 1-0. to um, The very next day, Sunday, they played the excuse me the Kansas City Royals and, and suffered defeat in that match as well by a final score of 13 to 7. They um, took on the San Diego Padres this past Monday and lost 8 to nothing. Took on the uh, White Sox, the Chicago White Sox, and were able to um, dismantle uh, Chicago by a with an 11 to nothing victory for the Indians. And then they followed that up with a win this past Wednesday against the Los Angeles Dodgers, who uh, were the runners-up of last year's MLB season to the Boston Red Sox. The Indians were able to defeat the Dodgers by a final score of 6-1. to one. And the Indians then, yesterday, defeated the, the Arizona Diamondbacks by a final score of 4-3. to three. The Indians will continue, as I said, uh, their spring training tonight, as the San Francisco Giants will be coming to town um, to Progressive Field to take on the Indians. The Indians will then play host to the Colorado Rockies before they head out this upcoming Sunday to Seattle to take on the Mariners. And then they'll head back home this upcoming Monday to take on the Cincinnati Reds. So games every single day um, pretty much for the Indians. So make sure you check that out definitely as hopefully we have a great roster this year. Uh, which includes, of course, Francisco Lindor, Jose Ramirez, Corey Kluber, um, Carlos Santano, uh, Santana, excuse me, uh, Trevor Bauer, Jason Kipnis. So definitely you're going to want to check out the Indians this year as they should have a terrific season ahead of them. And before we conclude our show this week, I do want to let you guys know once again that uh, unfortunately Andrew wasn't here, um, able to make it today. So um, not as much conversation which led to a shorter show, so we do apologize for that. He will be back with us, hopefully, um, for our next show. Um, in the meantime, though, before Andrew gets back, I'm sure he's asking um, all you fans, make sure not only that you follow him on Twitter, but also follow me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at Nordonia Sports. I am Darius Sefna. If you have any questions at all or any comments regarding the Cleveland Sports Show or any sports questions, please do not hesitate to ask. Um, I definitely I check that my Twitter handle every day. So make sure you're asking questions um, about really the latest sports topics and things that you would like to know as well. Um, you can also go on NordoniaHills.News um, after you've subscribed to my Twitter account because a lot of students are posting a lot of great things um, on that website, especially now with spring sports here at Nordonia High School um, officially kicking off Students have a lot of new news to post um, for the spring sports. So thank you guys for listening. This concludes our show. Have a great weekend. Have a terrific week. Go Cavs, and we'll see you for our next show, hopefully with Andrew. Thanks, guys, and take care.